Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, bringing you another adventure-ridden episode of What the Dice. This week's episode is episode 52, and with episodes that end with the two, that means it's promo time. This week goes to a friend of the show, Nari. They have two podcasts, Into the Darkness Anthology. It's this short story style narrative that is kind of got a Twilight Zone feel, and it is absolutely addicting. Their other show is A Seat at the Table, a D&D actual play podcast. So check them out when you're not listening to us. And as for us, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of What the Dice. With the sun rising, we can see the ocean's blue waters and the white crest of each striking wave. The old man is sitting, cleaning up the last night's fire, putting out the last of the embers with a small bucket and stirring it gently. Sitting back down, he gives us a smile and a nod. Well, me friend. It seems as if our adventuring friends have had a chance to do a bit of shopping at their favorite vendor, the strange, tree-loving man known as Maximilian Newtorder. Well, now that their shopping is complete and they have all sorts of new and bizarre weapons, they have a chance to find out what is in store for them. Sit back, me friends, and hear me tale. In the morning, you hear the sound of eggs crackling over fire being cooked. The smell of fresh bacon fills the air. The sun is just now starting to breach over the great walls, illuminating the city in its warm light. The merchants are beginning to stir and open up shop. What would you guys like to do? Go down for breakfast, obviously. I mean, the smell is just amazing. Yeah, head down for breakfast and look for Hugan. See if it's a if it's the lady or Rune cooking, because I have no idea. Or Ishel. It is Ishel that is cooking. You do see a fresh box that has been dropped off, containing fresh, uh, fresh meat, fresh vegetables, stuff like that. Lila will always pick it up and bring it in. As you all sit down to eat. There is a knock at the door. Klaus, I'm not getting it this time. I'll do it. Okay. Dephibius shall go and see who's at the door. As you open the door, you see the rat scholar. His eyes seem more rested, and in his hand, it's a cup of hot tea. Morning. Yes, it is morning. It's what happens when the sun decides to creep up over the walls. It comes earlier each day, it seems. 
Am I interrupting anything? Eh, come on. It's called summer. Technically, we are heading into winter, young lady. You got scolded. Good point. It should be getting shorter. I did, and corrected. I'm going back to my breakfast. <laughs> Entering in, the rat scholar leans his cane on the wall and joins you all for breakfast. <clears throat> so, I am still having some trouble translating and doing all sorts of things. So I have decided to give you all a few days rest to enjoy the city and recover as apparently pushing adventurers to the limit every single day and sending them out on perilous adventures to save the world is not quite as nice as much, much one, one, one might think. I don't agree. I am giving you a few days rest to do shopping and cleaning and resting and preparing to go off and deal with more crap. What you're saying is, is you need a few days to figure out what you need to figure out. I did not say that I am doing this for your accord. You need rest and be great adventurers and what and what not. Uh -huh. But she's pretty right, though. You need more time to translate. You try translating a dead language. I didn't grow up learning that, so... I'll just laugh. You can take Clyde with you and teach him. I don't know if my words will get through that thick skull. Or is that his helmet? Probably both. Nope. The hair moves. It's a helmet. Or it, the hair moves. It's a, uh, a real skull. It is true. Everything moves. Kalila's just gonna, like, suspiciously eye Defebulous in that. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? So if it doesn't move, it's not real. Well, that's my opinion on it. I'm just... You know... You should find Sir Reginald and test that theory, because his hair doesn't move no matter what hits it. Yes, well, I've seen it move when I hit it with my cane. That's why he always wears a helmet when he walks into the library now. Well, I figured you threw something at him. I wish I could have been there to see that. It's hard to hit a man that gleams so brightly. I keep the sun behind me for a reason. But you have a few days up to yourself, and... I will be at the library working, if you wish to speak. Oh, how's the uh, priestess doing? Better. Sort of. Why do you say sort of? <sighs> she is not eating as much as I would prefer, but everyone else seems to be saying it. she is still eating a full meal. She keeps only candles lit and keeps the light dim inside the her rooms. She is saying that the sun hurts her eyes and I fear that she might have blindness coming. But all that we have seen is just an illness. We are thinking maybe she is, because of being in the swamp, she has some strange swamp disease. But we don't know. She didn't contract the disease or whatever that is, did she? The bone no. disease? No, we have done all the research and scanned and checked and prayed and all the others. She still holds weight. She still eats normal food. She turns her nose away from alcohol, which is a plus. But yeah, everything else seems to be as normal as normal can be. I assume that she might just 
be ill from whatever strangeness was in the swap. But it has been slow. So it could be that her immune system has weakened and she's just susceptible to all diseases. We have clerics with her round the clock and making sure that she's... Excuse me. Making sure she is comfortable and healthier. Yeah, that's good to hear then. So, enjoy your breakfast and I will see you when I see you. So once you translate your stuff, you'll find us, huh? Someone will. Giving a bow, he walks off. Picking his cane up, and he leaves. So you guys have some downtime. Who wants to start with downtime? Sure, I will. Alright. So Defibius will go looking for Hugin with that measuring tape. He's just hanging out in the living room. Hey, little... Well, I guess I can't call you little since you're big enough to be sat on. Fabius will go about trying to measure Hugin. He'll sit still for being measured. <laughs> nice. He will jot down the measurements. He's like, all right, don't... Occasionally trying to climb on your face, but not too often. Nope, 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 nope. Stay. Stay. Stay work on spiders? Chitter at you and not move. Mm-hmm. To find a way to... Translate chittering. Anyway, don't grow any bigger. Defibius will run off to his workbench and start sketching out models for arachnid armor. Okay. So you have noticed something when you went returned to the loading bench. You have no paper, you have no pencils, you have no ink, besides what is in your gear bag. I guess I forgot to order that. He will, uh, he's now, how do I place orders around here again? You could always go to the merchants themselves and talk to them. Mm hmm We are in a giant city filled with many shops. Lies. Lies and scandals. Amphibious, like, all right, guys, I'll be back in a bit. Where are you going? I have no paper, no pencils, and other stuff from my bench. Ah. You also don't have a chair. I thought I had a chair already. It should have come with it, I thought. Man. Nope. He ordered a loading bench. And apparently I need a, a chair, because some voice in the sky said so. Hear me and obey. Not likely. <laughs> yeah, well. Wait, that's that other. <laughs> Wait, that's that other podcast. <laughs> so, off to the merchants. You find your way into the market district. It's busy. Busier than it normally would. Merchants are calling out everything and trying to get people's attention to come to their stalls over their uh, counterparts. Bards are playing music and everyone seems in a jovial mood. You arrive at what would be like a scholar's supply store. They carry scrolls of paper, they carry quills, ink, vials, stuff like that. I shall head right in then. As you walk in, can I get a perception check? Yeah, 20. Okay. As you walk in, you see several people mulling about, chatting. The merchant is busy 
dealing with a few customers, and standing by the scrolls of paper, you see a female gnome. She is wearing leather armor that is pretty badly torn up, and on her back, a blunderbust with the barrel completely blown open. She seems to be perusing papers as you walk up. She gives you a slight nod and steps out of your way, giving you more space to work. One thing you notice about her armor is that it is black tanned armor, that it has been dyed. Her hair is tied back and is also dyed black. You know it's dyed because you can see the roots forming. Can uh, Defibulous tell what caused the barrel to detonate on that rifle? No, not at all. She also looks like she has seen a lot of travel as her skin is heavily tanned. On her hip, you see two daggers that are crescent daggers. Daggers that are not from this region. A misfire. Either too much black powder or something lodged itself in so when it fired it had nowhere to go and split the barrel. Look at the rifle. is eh, that is going to have to get replaced, that barrel. She looks back at it and she gives a nod and she goes, I... What were you shooting? Something in full plate? It's what happens when you go uh, point blank on something that's not that, that is uh, too thick. Yeah. Big old skeleton. Got in my way and was trying to rob us. So I put a round in its chest. It went down. So did my barrel. So I finished him off by cutting his head off. I don't remember skeletons robbing people like last time I heard about them. Well, it happens once in a while where I'm from. Oh? What? And where's that? Across the ocean, there's an island that I come from. Big old island. She pulls out a map that is a world map, and it looks like it is actually fairly new. You also notice that instead of being written on leather, it's almost written on something that is a soft metal. Well, that's a really fascinating-looking map. She goes, Hey! It's where I, it's uh, what my family makes. We do it for sea travelers. It's better for the ocean. You can get wet and it can be modified with the right skill. She points at the island that is to the northeast. Great rolling plains of desert and great forests. Hunting is a great thing and much metal is in the ground. Have you ever been out that way? Mm, I don't think I've been that far over yet. Well, if you ever find your way that way, you could always do with some help. Seems as if you know your way around a f gun. Oh, yeah, I like making, I like working on them, tinkering on them, repairing, you know, shooting people with them, too. It's the best part. Except I'm not allowed to go hunting with it, though. Why not? Something about scaring all the animals away every time I shoot. Looking around, she pulls out a small metal tube. Unrolling it, she shows you the blueprint for a strange device that can go over a rifle. My family and I have been working on this. We call it a quieter. Makes it to where it doesn't make as much noise when you fire. We're still working on it, though. 
Hmm, that would be incredibly useful. Aye, but it doesn't work on black powder. It only works on cartridges. Yeah, I haven't gotten any, got my hands on a cartridge weapon yet. Yeah. At least not one that I, I use normally. She nods and she goes, Well, if you ever find your way out that way, look for the family that uses a lily as our crest. Uh, will do. She smiles and she goes, and uh, if you ever see a skeleton, put it down for me. What less of them, the better for us. Yeah, skeletons seem to be rather problematic. She nods, looking at you carefully. She goes, and you might need this. She hands you the design for the quieter. I've got copies, but it's always nice to see if someone else can figure it out. Well, if I make my way out in the areas and I figure anything out, I will stop by and let you know. She nods. Placing her hand on your shoulder, she gives you a nod and walks off. Can I get a quick perception check? 28. You notice that on her hand, where the glove has been burned away by the misfired barrel, you see the brand of a lily on her hand. It doesn't look like it was forced there. It looks like something that she might have done herself. As she exits the shop, she disappears into the crowd. The merchant walks over and gives you a smile. Ah, Hero! How may I help? Hi, uh, uh, I just need some paper, ink, and... Uh, a book, some paper, ink, and I don't suppose you sell chairs for benches, do you? He goes, I have stools. Stools work. He goes, all right, let me get these for you. Walking off, he gathers up the supplies. And we are going to now move on to... Let's roll a die. Collide. What would you like to do? Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to walk around and get some... A few like uh, remedial items, like um, oil, things like that. But I'm also going to stop in to a few merchants to see if I can um, find possibly enchanted um, armor that is uh, better than plate mail. So, Clyde. As you are going around from merchant to merchant, you recognize a woman. Normally you would see her in full plate mail, but today she is wearing commoner clothing. Her arms are scarred up from an explosion and her hair, while once long, has now been cut and looks like it is getting gray hairs in it. She sees you and gives you a warm smile. Master Holdkeep, I'm glad you have returned from Ironhaven in good health. Hello, and I am also happy that I have returned with good health as well. It seems that you are faring well indeed as well. She nods. Clyde, you recognize her as the head paladin that had to do the spell inside of that one home that saw the future. 
Last you saw her, she was heavily damaged and injured, and her armor was nearly destroyed. Gotcha. Well, like I said, I'm very happy that you seem to have been recovering well. Yes, uh, the, the clerics did quite a number and helped a lot. And it seems as if I had been put in charge of a new regiment of soldiers that are helping the old rat scholar in making a defense against the darkness. I have been promoted. I am now a general for this new defense force. Wow, general. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. They are currently rebuilding my armor. Apparently, when it got back, it was completely rusted and fell apart when they removed it from the cart. They said it looked like it had aged several thousand years in an instant. Mm, with these trying times, that's a scary thought of what would have happened to you if it would have aged you as well. I would be nothing but dust. But I am well, and it seems as if you have joined us as agents. I am ecstatic to hear that. I was actually hoping that you would. I've watched you and your friends work, and you all do amazing and seem to have the gods smile upon you. Uh, we are uh, favored indeed from each of um, our representing gods. Although one of us does not have a god that he follows, he is still well in luck with what he has done for us. Well, even if he doesn't worship a god, there's one that smiles upon him. I believe that as well. She hands you a signet ring. On the front of it, is the symbol of what is it called the thing that balances a uh, scale a scale thank you wow it's one of those days apparently but on the signet you see a scale on one side two swords crossed on the other side a book that is open i wanted to get your opinion on this i wanted to make a signet ring for our men something that represents what we believe. And I believe a balance of power and knowledge is what this institute should have. Hmm. I, I think that is a, a good idea, the balance of power and knowledge. Um, I only feel like having the two sides of it instead of having it combined people would think that possibly eventually you know other people that they have choosing one side or the other instead of having them combined in a certain fashion she nods well i will take us back to the uh jeweler and we'll discuss that further i think that's actually a good view i didn't think of that it always um, helps, you know, a, a different view on things. She nods. She goes, well, I don't know about how the, uh, the others of your group fare, but I have also requested that Sir Reginald, who was my superior officer, not join 
the Institute because I feel he is better suited serving the Holy City itself, where our people are going to constantly be going out and fighting. I feel as Sir Reginald would do better as a defense from the darkness. And I was curious on what your thoughts on that is. I will agree with you on that one. I feel like him being the symbol, the um, iconic person for the people here, almost like a figurehead, but that will do well for us here as well. She nods. She goes, well, I do have much to do and I must go find a new office because we are apparently not going to be using the same as the Paladin Order. But I must go do that. I wish you fair travels and I hope to see you again. Thank you and likewise. She nods and she walks off. And you continue your shopping. Kalila. You say that so soothingly. I'm glad. I'm worried. What, <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, um, I was going to have her make her way down to the Undercity. Making your way to the Undercity. It is surprisingly calm. You can see dark hooded figures moving about. You also see people in common clothing moving about, shopping as if they're above ground. You see some drow tending to a market, buying and selling food, bread, drinks. Orcs hammering away at their forges, giving you a nod as you pass. What would you like to do? Well, she's going to use her kitty like mind that she has and remember and try to remember at least where the stall of that one gentleman was that uh, helped guide them last time to successfully exactly who they wanted to go see. So she's going to see if she can either find that person, hopefully in his own stall again, or if not, meander around until she figures her stuff out. Roll a survival. Oh, this is going to be funny. Why? 14. As you wander around, you seem to get turned around, and you end up back at the stairwell, leading back up to the upper city. She will take a moment and go, we started off going left. She's going to try and retrace her tracks the first time. We'll check again. 24. Retracing your, your, retracing your steps carefully, you come across his booth. Is he there? He is. He seems to be sitting back in a chair, feet up on the stall. His booth is completely empty. She will make her way up to his booth casually and just kind of rest an elbow and put her chin in her hand with this kind of high look on her face. He looks up and he goes, ah, the black cat. What brings you to my shop? Wishing to seek more directions. Ah, now, directions is knowledge and knowledge might cost. How may I? I'm not worried. Uh, well, 
you are the heroes, and it seems that the city has put its future on your shoulders. Hmm, word travels fast. Hmm. Word does travel fast, at least to those who know how to listen. Quite. Well, what I am in need of today is I keep running across common problems, and I would like some lockpicking skills and possibly things to go along with it. So a door seems to block your way, and you need to know how to get past it without alerting those around you. Hmm, sure. Nice, quiet way. He nods. He goes, well, you will need several things to get this done. You will need to be skilled at picking locks. You will need a set of lock picks, and you will need just enough time to get through. Oh, great. This isn't a trial by fire, is it? He smiles. He goes, well, fire might pull, might burn down my shop, so that would be a bad thing. Trial and by shadow, then? Well, there is safety in the shadows, is there not? Can be. He smiles. He goes, well, do you have lock-picking tools? I have this? And she'll hold up the, the ring that she has. Do you know how to use and open this ring? No. So taking the ring, he begins walking you through how to open it and remove the tools and placing them back in. He goes, this is a very interesting item. Not many have this. It is nice because it makes it harder to find the lockpicks. Quite. They are not fragile but you do not want to damage them because then you would have to replace the whole ring. Good to know. Now, let us see what you can do. He produces a small box about the size of a bread box. Right. On it, a simple brass lock. He goes, now, I need you to try to pick this. Can I assume that is a disabled device? Yes. Alright, she will make an attempt. Is she supposed to be using lockpicks he gave her or her ring lockpick? He said to pick the lock. Does her claw fit in there? <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> Matt one. Seriously? I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, the ring breaks. And I don't think there's a way that I can re-roll it. Uh, what does your cat's skill do? Your black cat thing? It's if somebody attacks. But he's supposed to be supervising, so it's up to him to save me. He rolled a nat 20, so ah! he stops you. <laughs> He goes, now, now, let us do this again, but with less chances of breaking. Let's not now, use the rainbow dice. Let us try again. Oh, I'm going to get my black dice out for this. I don't think my rainbow dice are appropriate. Much better. Uh, that is a 22. With some movement and his walking through... You were able to pop the lock. He goes, see, it's not as difficult as one might think. 
with this ring, you'll have the tools you need. Now, with this knowledge, is there anything else I may help you with? I'd like to purchase some backups. He nods. He goes, well, I don't know if I have any at my disposal. How many are you looking to acquire? Well, and she'll hold up uh, the the wrist, wrist sheath that she has. Because I believe this can hold some. So how many are you going to want to purchase? Uh, ten. Okay. He goes, well, place your gold coins in the box. You will. Closing the box, as he lifts it, they seem to drop out of thin air. He goes, oh, it seems I had some. How convenient. Hmm. It's amazing how the shadows provide. Now, my lucky friend, is there anything else I may help you with today? I think that covers it. He nods. He goes, well, may the shadows bless you and keep you safe. She'll take a bow and leave. Returning to the upper city. It is now afternoon and the sun is high overhead. What would you guys like to do? Would you like to return home for meals or would you like to go check in with the scholar? Kalila's gonna go find the boys, see what they're doing, and depending on them, we'll go check in with the rat scholar. You find Defibulus at home, setting up the last of his desk and sketching. Clyde would have been back by now, unless he has decided to do other things besides continue hunting for armor. No, I'm just gonna search for general items and stuff, but um, talking to Kalila when I come back, um, I'm going to tell her that in my thought process, um, have you ever thought of getting a skeleton key? Well, I just got some lockpicks, but no, I didn't think about a skeleton key. I think that would might be beneficial too, as well, because you can use the key on things that you are simple locks. Sure, I can go and get one. Just things that happen, uh, and. The Fibulous, in my uh, thought process, have you ever thought of doing, like, and I don't know if he has one already, a, um, a, a belt with um, different slots for different ammunition or easy access ammunition? Yeah, I've thought about it, but since I'm using the Blunderbuss primarily, I don't need a lot of variation in ammunition at the moment. And... Yeah, but what if you decide to switch? Like, in the middle, instead of reloading, switch to a different gun. Um, I thought about that, but I can't, I don't have the means to craft some of the ammunition for the other guns I have yet. Okay. Uh, is this bench gonna help? It will, I just, I need to study some of the rounds and see if I have the equipment necessary to make cartridges or whatever they're firing. She'll nod. Oh, check this. Hmm. He will show her his uh, sketchings of armor for Hugin 
that he's been thinking about. She will be excited and review them and make pointers and notes of, well, I think Hugin wouldn't like this. This would work better because of spider anatomy. Yada yada. Although, I do have one more thing that I want Kalila to do if you're going to end the, like, wrap up or something. All right. What would you like? She, because you said it was only afternoon. Mm. Uh, it depends on if Clyde, what Clyde and uh, Defibulous is doing for the rest of the day as well. Okay. Um, well, currently I'm just going to be cleaning my armor and shield and stuff. Just did you want to check in with the rat scholar or maybe that one paladin that we talked to that got had the, the future experience? Um, I actually had spoken to the uh, paladin and she is actually making signet rings for what we are being a part of. Um, going out into the field. She looks uh, a lot better than she was. Oh, I had no idea. That sounds fantastic. They're making us rings. Yes. Chuckle, so we get them enchanted while they're at it. I was thinking that way at the same. It's smart. Well, what about visiting the rat scholar? Do you think he'll come here or should we go to him? He had come here earlier, so I wonder if he will be back, but we might as well go to him. I mean, either way. I have some other things and errands that I can get done. I just came home for lunch. See how you boys were doing. Okay. Promise I won't blow the house up while working. The figures? <laughs> okay. Alright. Well, with you guys sitting down for lunch... So that means that is the end of this episode. Well, me friends, it seems as if Defibulus had a chance to find a new item to study for his strange boomsticks. It seems as if the metal man known as Clyde has decided to start searching for a quieter way to protect himself. And our sneaky black cat has decided to pick up the skills to learn to pick locks that stop her path. What is the next step? Will they be able to use these newfound skills and knowledge to their advantage? Well, me friend, only time will tell. Until next time, as always, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod. Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 